Hey Solomon, this is J. Rosemary. Are you tired of feeling overwhelmed and alone? I know when my children were younger, there was a lot of times I felt alone. That's why I started Solomon's Talk, this podcast. But you're not alone. You don't have to parent alone. And I, I keep repeating it because it's something that it seems we are convinced that we are alone. But reach out to me. I'm here for you. I can talk you through anything that's going through your mind. Because believe me, I've gone through some stuff. You can tell from listening to these podcasts that I empathize with you. And I understand and can connect with what's happening with you. So click the link below and book a one-on-one with me. We could just chat. Uh, No obligation, no... um, no commitment, just chat. And so don't parent alone. Click the link below and book a, book a chat with me. And no obligation, confidential and safe place to talk about you. Tired, weary, frustrated? What would you be doing if you weren't raising children alone? What's stopping you from living your best life now? On Solo Mom's Talk, I discuss with solo mothers the challenges you face raising children alone. So if you're a working solo mom dealing with independent children, insensitive bosses, weight and health issues, or even debt collectors, join us as we discover your path to get and stay healthy, increase your income, and live with joy and purpose. In this battle of life, it's hard to keep your head above the water, to win this fight. My guest today is Melanie Mitchell. Thanks for joining us, Melanie. Well, thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it. Yes, for sure. It's my pleasure. So usually I ask my guests to introduce themselves unless they're a solo mom. So you are a solo mom. So tell us, how did you become a solo mom? Yeah, so I, my kids now are 27 and 19, which is very hard for me to believe. I'm actually, Mm. my oldest son, I had him when I was when I was 21 and him and my his father and I we we separated and divorced many many years ago and so I was a single mom with him when I met my second I met my second husband who is the father to my daughter 19 and who who actually came on board and then ended up helping me raise my son and he views him as his dad and you know and then we ended up separating after realizing that it really was you know and divorcing and when we really realized that we were better off as friends and we actually have a really great relationship and he is somebody I would consider one of my best friends. He's very supportive of the things that I do and supportive of me as an individual. And it was just better as as we've been, you know, we haven't been together. I don't even know. I mean, my daughter's 19, so probably over 16 years. (laughs) So I've been a single mom for, but I've had, he's, you know, He's been actively involved in their lives, but then he moved away for a period of time. And, you know, there was a time there I was the sole one that had to be providing for my daughter in terms of 
the actual presence and, you know, making sure we got everything done. So right. it's been kind of a journey from that perspective. You know, I came from a, my mom was single for most of my life and ultimately met my stepdad when I was, when, she, when I was 12. So, and they were together for over 30 plus years together. So, yeah, so it's, it's definitely been a part of my journey in mm -hmm. my career and everything else that comes into that. Okay. All right. Thank you for sharing. And what has been your biggest struggle? I know you in some way, shape or form, there was a co-parent somewhere involved, but what has been your biggest struggle? Yeah, I think, you know, there's times it just feeling that perpetual mom guilt that you can't, you never doing enough that you aren't able to provide enough, um, uh -huh. that, you know, you just that struggle. And even though there have, I've had a, a really good co-parent, there's times that, you know, it feels often very lonely and it's hard because, you know, I think, you know, we, we all take women in particular, take on different challenges, look, you know, seen from different aspects from their careers and things of that nature. And, I was definitely was definitely in that in that realm where I had a challenging, demanding career. So how you know being stretched thin, I think, has been always a big challenge for me, and being able to be there for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just something that's inherent in us that we we take on responsibility yeah. for everything <laughs> and it everyone. Is, it is very true. Um, yeah, most times except ourselves, right? <laughs> yeah, and we're the last yeah. ones to kind of take care of ourselves. So it's been yeah. interesting as my, of course, as my kids got older and kind of figuring out where, where, where I fit into that scheme because uh -huh. you're so used to them you know you have to be there for them and of course I'm still there for my kids but it's just a different it's such a different way as once they get older so sometimes I feel like they maybe are parenting me on some days yeah, <laughs> more than yeah. I'm parenting them yeah yeah it's true all right so we just talk about you and your family and I want to talk about what you do so how are you able first how were you able to support yourself as a solo mom because that's always an interesting topic and what do you do now yeah so well I was a recruiter for over 20 years and had okay. a very very successful career and so that mm -hmm. was definitely you know the mainstay of my my finances for a long time in 2016 I actually left the company I'd been with for eight years and unfortunately I made some decisions that didn't necessarily pan out right in that in that following year of 2017 so there was definitely struggles I mean there was definitely mm -hmm. financial hardship you know having to make some really hard decisions especially when it came to my daughter my son was already off at college at that time luckily for the support of my parents and helping really really help him so that, you know, he could be taken care of in whatever ways he needed, you know, so it was definitely a couple of, you know, to, there's been definitely some lean years just in the yeah. recent history. And ultimately, I decided to I started career coaching on the side. And honestly, I did it to earn extra income. And I was literally mm -hmm. working a full time job. I was literally coaching, you know, we made we had to make some hard decisions in our family and, you know, decide where was best for what different schools, things of that nature that, you know, was best for my daughter at the time. And those were hard for me to make because I just, you know, of course, I love my kids, but I just, I just adore them. And so not and feeling like I kind of had failed her as a mom, yeah, yeah. you know, and having to make some hard decisions that I couldn't necessarily be the best. There was a period of time financially, I couldn't be the best provider 
for her. And luckily she did have, her, you know, of course I have her dad and he's been such a big cheerleader, but it allowed me to get back on my feet and really, and not so even much, re, you know, build a business, but it was really about rebuilding myself. You know, I made bad, I had made some bad choices in terms of some really a relationship from, you know, as well as some bad career decisions that just in things that just didn't work out. So it kind of felt like I kept getting knocked down in that in that year. Mm-hmm. And it, you know, it really took a couple of years for me to get really some footing and and there's still days that it's still a challenge but I've been able to build a business on my own and and there's definitely days that it's tiring (laughs) but I've been able to now you know I have my own career coaching practice and work with clients across the United States and really being able to help individuals with their careers and guide them. So. Okay. And making decisions as a solo mom is a very difficult thing more than it is for one who has a partner because you have to, I mean, you second guess yourself every, every step of the way wondering, is it the right thing? Is it, and it's not, you're not even thinking about you. You're not thinking, is it the right thing for me? You're thinking, is it the right thing for my child? And so I think that makes it very difficult. And all of us as solo mom face times when we, we may have regret about the decisions we make, but we had to make them. We had to do something. Right. (laughs) And so, so we did. And Sometimes it's not not always the best, but it is life, and that's how that's how it is. You just have to yeah, learn as you, you know. Go. And yeah, you feel guilt because you know yeah. some decisions I made. I I I made them very selfishly, you know, and and that's okay, you know, and you know, and of it's course life. when when it happens, or if it, you know, when you make those decisions and those are the decisions that don't succeed you feel even worse because you feel like, oh, I sacrificed a lot. And, you mm-hmm. know, but not only did I sacrifice, my child had to sacrifice, you know? Yeah. And, but I really, you know, I've been really, I always just say, you know, God gave me the children that I was supposed to have. And, you know, I have an incredibly strong daughter and, you know, just didn't, you know, and I know that there's been hard times, you know, she's seen the hard times, So, Mm -hmm. but she, I can see now where both of my kids are really more well-equipped to dealing with life and what happens in life. Uh And both have Mm -hmm. like, I I would say financially, both have a very financially sound minds, which is not something that was, you know, I was really taught, you know, and I can't say that I taught them either, but (laughs) maybe they learned what not to do in some cases, but, you know, so it's definitely, you know, it's, it's much harder when you have to make those decisions Mm -hmm. because there are times that, you know, of course it is important though, that we do make decisions that maybe are for ourselves first and, everybody else can, you know, does come second because those are important just as much as our kids are. So. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's always good to understand that we did what we had to do during those times. And, you know, we just have to let the guilt go and, you know, just tell ourselves and our kids know, our kids know that whatever decisions we had to make, mom had to do something and mom did something because mom loves us and yeah. regardless of how it seemed <clears throat> they will have they will empathize with us if nothing else so yeah yeah definitely right. solo mom's talk was designed to curate the stories of solo moms globally as a facilitator of this platform i aim to create a peaceful environment where you can share your heart feel loved and get the advice you need so if this sounds like you 
why not RSVP for our next virtual meetup? The link is below. It's where you can retreat from the chaos of your life so you can recharge, connect with other moms, and get answers to your burning questions. Remember, you're not alone and you don't have to parent in silence. Okay. Okay. So tell us how you help us with our careers. Yeah. So I work with, you know, a variety of individuals, but I work with individuals from everybody from helping them with. Hello, solar moms. Do you want an easy and proven way to experience better mood and less anxiety? Even if you think you're too busy with work and family responsibilities, you owe it to yourself to take care of your mental health. Join my easy five-day gratitude journaling challenge. Studies show that writing down what you're grateful for increase positivity, improve your mood, and help you sleep better. Sleep better? Better sleep? Oh my goodness. But that's only the beginning. Give yourself the gift of better mental health. Learn how you can incorporate gratitude journaling into your life without added stress or overwhelm. Click the link below to sign up for this challenge now and get a free 100-page gratitude journal printable just for signing up. Join the challenge today because your mental health is too important to ignore. Their resumes to their LinkedIn profiles to also helping them navigate what the job search in the job market is today and help them navigate that scene as well as preparing them for their interviews. I'm a really big for myself, you know, from a professional standpoint, personally, you know, mindset was a key to my turnaround. So I really do like to focus on mindset and confidence. And a lot of those, and a lot of those, I always say that, you know, I could help you practice all the interview questions and but unless we have your mindset and your confidence in place, then we're not going to ultimately see those results because that's what has to show up first and foremost. So, you know, yeah. and really helping individuals from all stages of their careers. So I worked with individuals that are from the beginning, college graduates to C-level executives and throughout the United States. Okay, that sounds like fun. <laughs> it's challenging. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. And do you help anyone like, because that's one of the things we talked about the other day with someone was older adults, you know, especially women. Men just seem to always have it easy. But like older women on their careers, do you help like women over 50? Yeah, I definitely whatever? do. I okay. do help women over 50 and being able to, you know, the job market itself has changed, obviously, because of a pandemic that we've, you know, the, and mm. I don't know if we're post pandemic, I don't know where we're at with that. But who knows? <laughs> depends what country yeah, you're in. <laughs> on the day, I don't know. <laughs> know where we're at. But the pandemic itself changed, really just changed everything that happened in the job market. And women have been mm -hmm. particularly impacted by that more so than men, you know, percentage wise, women tend to be the caregiver, whether that's for their children or for their, you know, for their parents or others in their family, because women are still predominantly paid less than men. And, you know, and especially women of color and um, diff different ethnic uh, heritages are paid even less than white women. You know, the, when the decision comes to like, who's going to, you know, who was going to stay home or who had, you know, because they didn't have childcare or care for the elders, you know, that burden did fall on women. And the, the burden yeah. of, you know, 
still bears that brunt of weight does fall on the shoulders of majority of women. So in Mm -hmm. fact, that's something I'm going to be on LinkedIn tomorrow on Tuesday talking about is the what we call the new glass ceiling, which is like working from a hybrid situation and how that can also hurt a woman more than being because there's a thing called proximity bias, where if if you're not in my in my mm-hmm. face so to speak in and love, right there right. I, yeah. you know out of sight out of mind and so mm-hmm. you know women have seen a really big impact from this pandemic and you know we you know we've made great strides i mean of course there have been a lot of changes but there's still so much to do so i definitely work with women to really help them figure out how to navigate that age discrimination is okay. you know it's it's always been alive and you know, bolstering. I think a lot of times we don't talk about it enough. You know, I think we're starting to get, you know, a situation where people are living longer, so they're working longer. So this whole idea of like, oh, you know, what you look like at 65 or how, what your value is over the age of 50, like, you know, really has Mm -hmm. to start to change. That mentality has to start to change. I think it's funny. I'm a big Golden Girls fan, but they, there's a, picture of what the golden girls back in the 80s were actually in their like their 60s that was what 60 mm-hmm. appeared to us <laughs> you know right and now right. we see you know these in 50s are very different you know yeah. i'll be 50 in two years and i'm like i don't know when that happened but I just kept up on you i'm like i don't yeah i don't know when but it's but it is a topic that it you know speaks to me so coming because i've obviously my age but i've seen it firsthand i've unfortunately dealt with high Mm-hmm. managers that have been discriminatory or have biases towards age as a factor in hiring. So it is very mm-hmm. real and it is something that we have yeah. to continue to fight. Yeah, for definitely. Because we at our age have more experience and knowledge and wisdom yes. to help a company grow than young whippersnapper. You know, there's so <laughs> much value that somebody can bring, you know, that, yeah. and I always just tell my clients at the end of the day, if somebody truly doesn't want you because of your age, is that the place that you want to work for anyways? You right. Know, there will be right. somebody out there. There will be an organization that will value your expertise and experience. And, you know, and I, you know, do have, and there's days that sometimes I don't know, I don't have the answers. Like I don't, if I, Lord knows if I had the answer, I would be shouting it from the rooftops and (laughs) fixing it. But, you know, I have a client, a former client who reached out that she's getting questions that, you know, they're the way they're framed. They're definitely you know, have some age biasness towards them. And mm-hmm. um, there's a lot to offer. And unfortunately, people are not getting beyond that. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Too bad. But uh, okay. All right. So how can we get in touch? with Yeah, you? so you can find me on LinkedIn. It's Melanie Mitchell Wexler's on LinkedIn. And of course, you can also check out my website, which is find succeed achieve.com. And you can always message mm. me from send me an email from there as well. And then okay. in Wexler career coaches on Instagram. Mm, okay. All right. I'll put those links in the show notes as Thank well. Thank you. All right. So what is Melanie grateful for today? You know what? I'm Today I'm grateful. I'm always grateful for just having another day. The sun is shining. So it's a good Monday. And I got to talk to my oldest son. He's been very conscious at, you know, 27. You can't always get your older ones to call you. <laughs> so um, Tell me you know, about it. <laughs> so I, he, he's been very good about calling his mom on Monday mornings. And so we always, for a couple of weeks, we've had, you know, we have like our Monday morning chat. So I was grateful for that. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. Once they leave the house, I you have... cannot guarantee that they're going to call you. <laughs> so uh... <laughs> you can try to yep, track them down yep. all you want, but they got their own lives. Yeah, doing stuff. They're you know they're up till you know. My daughter will send me a text like at one o'clock in the morning, and I'll be like, I'm yeah. asleep, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah i know i have three sons three adult sons so I... yeah so you're just i yeah all my clients when they like i usually will like pick i will usually no matter what i'm doing i usually pick up because yeah because i don't know when the next time i'll actually get yeah for sure all right. Thank you very much for coming and talking I to me. I appreciate it. Yeah. So, so not letting you go just yet, though. <laughs> uh, do you practice self-care? What does that look like for you? You know, I am not. I do practice self-care, but I sometimes have to really, sometimes I let myself kind of go for a little bit before I, and it, I'm kind of a little bit drained before I'm actually doing that. But for me, a lot of it is, you know, I try to schedule at least three workouts a week. It's an hour where I literally don't have my phone. I don't, you know, I don't even, I don't even carry it with me when I'm working out. What's happening? Whoever's calling, texting, y'all have to wait for an hour. <laughs> so, yeah. but, you know, it's a way for me to disconnect. So I definitely do that. You know, like mm -hmm. Sunday, for example, you know, it's the little things. It's like Sunday I slept in, you know, even though I had... You know, I had quite a to-do list on my plate, you know, for house stuff, work stuff, all that, all that stuff. I still slept in mm -hmm. and, you know, just, and it felt good. <laughs> and so, you know, it's a little, I think it's the little things and just doing the little things yes. often that don't necessarily take that much time, but help you just kind of refresh and recharge. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Thank you for sharing that. And finally, do you have one piece of advice for another solo mom? You know what? Even in the toughest of challenges that just don't give up, don't give up on yourself and just keep keep pushing yourself to succeed and hitting your goals because your kids are watching. And even mm -hmm. if they have to, you know, they they will they can understand the challenges in their own way. They does not make you less of a mom because of that. It just, you know, but they're going to learn so much from you by not giving up and by continuing. And that will inspire them to push harder themselves. And they're part of your team. So, you know, just, just embrace them and, you know, just keep on, keep on moving forward. That's the best piece of advice you can yes. give anybody. Yes, absolutely. Thank you very much, Melanie Mitchell, for coming and well, talking to me Thank you for today. having me. I appreciate it. Sure, absolutely. I'm excited to share that Solomon's Talk is now on YouTube. Check out these interviews on our new channel, Solomon's Talk TV. There you will actually see the interaction between myself and my guests. You will also find bite-sized clips of daily inspiration to help you manage the struggles of everyday life. So click Solomoms Talk TV below to watch now. Hello Solomoms. As a Solomom of three adult sons, I understand the challenges you face on a daily basis. As a mentor, my mission is to help you shift your mindset and empower you to take control of your life. To see yourself as God sees you. I know that unresolved trauma can be a heavy burden to carry and parenting alone can be a lonely journey, but it doesn't have to be that way. I want you to know that you are not alone. You have the strength and resilience to overcome your challenges and create the life you desire. 
I want to help you to make the effort to tackle unresolved trauma and change your perspective so you can live the life you deserve. I offer complimentary consultation where we can discuss how to move forward, create a plan to help you heal and empower you. You can schedule a consultation by emailing me at jenatjrosemary.com or by calling plus one nine one seven nine nine four one three two nine or schedule a consultation with the link below. I am here for you and I want to help you take the first step towards healing and empowerment. Don't let unresolved trauma hold you back any longer. Don't parent in silence. So take action today and let's work together to empower you to live the life you desire.